We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Our guest is uh, Dr. Carson. She joins us. We want to thank the folks at the RNC for setting this interview up. I'm really excited that uh, she has joined us today. She's got important things to share with you here on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And, uh, Doctor, how are you today? I hope you're well and uh, you've been safe. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, there's there's important things to talk about. It seems that these changes that uh, we have made uh, as far as people's sh- social distancing and things of that nature seem to be working. Uh, what I'm seeing in the media, you tell me if you think it's it's correct or not, is that we're beginning to to push down the bell curve a little bit. Is that do you believe that that's true now? You know, we're working on it. We are anticipating another peak coming up right now, so that's why the social distancing is of utmost importance. Um, and you know, I and people really do need to take this seriously all across the country. All right. Now, Dr. Carson, I want to remind everybody, is the CEO of, I think it's Meridian Healthcare, which is a health and IT company focused on population health, cybersecurity, and artificial intelligence, serving both government and private sector. She's an expert in public policy and government affairs, and she sits on the National Council for the White House uh, Historical Association, is uh, on the advisory board member for Women for Trump, and winning for women, Dr. Carson is also, and yeah, you know that her last name is Carson, right? So you figure she's got to have, she's got to be uh, related. She is daughter-in-law to Dr. Ben Carson, who's been on our show quite a few times. And he's uh, just uh, such a gentleman and such a well-versed uh, person. Uh, let's let's talk with you, though. You do a lot of public uh, population health. I have a gentleman who comes on my show by the name of Dr. Yamauchi here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and he's uh, a, a specialist in infectious diseases. Uh, and he tells us uh, and talks to us about the herd mentality of people getting vaccinated and things of that nature. People need to understand that we're working on a vaccine right now, but mm-hmm. it don't work unless everybody gets it, Correct. Right. We're working on it. I mean, the outlook is, you know, I think it's a year or two, 18 months before we can have a vaccine. You know, I mean, we have vaccines for flu vaccine, but, you know, they're, it's unpredictable based on what the virus is doing. And currently right now we're still in that in the study phase of the virus. The virus is changing. It's, we don't know when it's going to if it's going to be um, if it's going to come back. So, you know, there's different factors and variability that we're taking into consideration. So you work in AI as well. How important is artificial intelligence uh, in the fight against, uh, you know, a disease like this? 
And, you know, we're, we're actually out there um, doing these drives and testing facilities and data collection. And data is going to be super important in us understanding the disease, right? We want to figure out why, why the disease affects certain people a certain way versus, some, you know, another population. And those are things that you would find out through artificial intelligence and data collection. And I keep stressing to the governors and the mayors of states and cities to stop being crippled by fear and make these leaps and start getting those data. What we're seeing is... Um, you know, in the local districts and things like that, they're using paper and pencil and they're getting minimal data and that's not going to be sufficient. We really need to increase the data collection methodology. Um, and we did, we partnered with Microsoft to create a database that we're giving away freely to the states and cities to be able to uh, utilize it so they can collect better data. Cause as long as we have the data, we're able to be able to understand the, the virus better and spread and contain it. Yeah, how much quicker can you guys process that data than you could, let's just say, five years ago? Well, now the data is real time, so we can actually, due to artificial intelligence, you know, um, and of course we're working with Microsoft, you know, they're, they're an incredible company um, who's doing a lot of, you know, give backs currently. So um, we can do this in real time. We can collect that data. As long as they're using that dashboard, we can collect the data. We can we can analyze it in real time and get reports back to, you know, the White House, CDC, states, um, to make sure that people know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I, data, so, you know, it's, it's not as real time as it should be. Yeah, it's, it's it's incredible what you all have at your fingertips now that doctors and nurses and, uh, you know, uh, specialists in this field wish they could have had 10, 15 years ago. I mean, I, I wonder how they feel about SARS and, and some of the other stuff and what it would have been like if they had had what you all have. I mean, you guys are making uh, changes, you know, so quickly. It's amazing. This whole antibody thing, and maybe you could talk about this a little bit, is coming because of this, this AI uh, ability that you have. Right. I think we're we're utilizing both the PCR testing and the antibody testing. So, to you know, if, if somebody's already been um, exposed to the virus, the antibody test will you know pick that up. Um, and I, it's important because we can we can see you know we can differentiate between asymptomatic carriers versus people that actually have the virus and it's carrying around. And again, the big thing is the containment. And you know, we're waiting on this peak that's that's going to come. And you know, what that's going to do is going to be interesting to see. You know, the, the the story I keep hearing is testing, testing, testing. The testing is definitely the thing that we have to be able to do. Is this going to be kind of a thing where you go in to maybe see your doctor at least at the beginning of this bug appearing? And pardon me for using bug. I'm just going to talk like an every guy day guy. You got a bug out there. Are you going to you know go in and see your doctor? You know, at least once a year and get tested to see if you have that bug. You know, we're still far, far off on the testing. What what they're talking about testing is to make sure the population is tested. Something that South Korea had done really well in terms of um, containment, and we look at South Korea as a model because they were able to contain it quickly, is they tested the entire population. And America hasn't been doing that yet. And I will say I've been talking to governors, I've been talking to mayors, and they are not you know, they're not pulling the plug and saying, let's go ahead and test the population. CDC has guidelines, but CDC has said, you know, it's up to the states and cities on how they want to do it. And I really think they need to, you know, step up and say, we need to test the population. That's the only way for us to understand, you know, quarantine. Because there are people out there that are walking around with this 
let's let's call it bug, right? They're walking around with with the bug, and they're um, they're infecting people not knowingly, and mm-hmm. that's important that we need to we need to be able to test the population to say these folks need to stay in self quarantine so we can protect the other side of our population, which is high risk with comorbidities. I mean, that's that's one of those things that you guys are trying to figure out why there's people walking around that are asymptomatic that can pass this virus and they feel fine and they're doing fine. Why? Why are they different than the rest of the population? I mean, if you can figure that out, I would think a cure is there to be found. And that's what data collection and artificial intelligence overlaying is going to do, um, Dave. It's really important that you know we, we do we collect that information. So how do you how do you convince uh, a country as independently minded as our country is? Let's face it, we're very independently minded. That uh, we all have to come together with that herd mentality to be able to defeat something like this. It has to start with local communities, and it has to start with state leadership enforcing it. You know, everybody's looking at the federal government and, you know, pointing fingers here and there. But, you know, the federal government has put measures in place. They're, they're putting programs in place to help the economy um, and research and development. But it really comes down to the local folks and education. They need to get an education component of it. There's still people out there that, you know, are not... Um, social distancing themselves and who thinks this is a hoax, you know. It's so, they, th- those are important that it comes from the local communities and states. Yeah, I gotcha. Dr. Uh, Marilyn Carson is our guest. Uh, we'll finish up by asking this question. Where do you think we're at, uh, Doctor? Are, are, we're, we're better off than we were when this all started, but do you think that we're going to come out on the other side fairly soon, or are we looking at you know not until September? I mean, do you, I mean I'm asking you to make a to make a, a guess here, and I guess that's not fair, but I'm going to ask it of you anyway. <laughs> well, Dave, as long as you don't quote me on this. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, I, I I think you know we are going to hit. It's an ebb and flow um, dynamic currently right now, and I think we're going to see a peak. But I think the summer, if the virus is, it mimics the flu and the influenza virus or the flu vaccine, flu virus, it you know the summertime we're going to see a decrease. But you know then it'll, we might see an increase in September, and that's something that and we don't know, right? We're we're we're, we're, we're speculating on a lot of things on how this virus is going to do, be. But if it's anything like influenza, that's kind of just you know what we're what we'll, we'll see.